Hi, it's Dwyer, gamblersadvisory.com, a free site, bettingangle.us, a free site. It's Thursday, August 17th. Remember, the opinion you should follow should be your own. Just consider this video to be a second opinion from a complete stranger online. Now, this isn't a boxing video, but let me just mention a couple of things on boxing before we go further. Right? Did anyone notice that Jamel Charlo looked to be a little bit bigger than Canelo when the two guys met each other? I'm not talking about weight. I'm talking about body dimensions. I'm talking about height. Right? What I want people to do is to just consider the fact that Jamel Charlo, who's going off at better than a plus 250 underdog, Right? The odds I got aren't as good as current market price. Just understand that he doesn't have to knock out Canelo to win that fight. He just has to outbox Canelo thoroughly. Also, I'll agree, Canelo's the harder puncher in the ring. No question about it. The question, though, is, is he going to land those punches? Right? I encourage people, if you missed the recent face-off between the two guys, to look at the face-off. We're supposed to believe that Jamel Charlo is jumping two weight classes and is completely out of his depth. Right, I believe Jamel Charlo has better legs than Canelo. I believe his fight style of being in and out is actually judge-friendly. You're going to notice when Canelo misses. You're going to have the same dynamic here that you're going to have in the David Benavides, Demetrius Andre fight. Right? Does Charlo or does Andre allow a pocket to form? Those are significant questions. Size is not the only variable in boxing. Let's shift things up a little bit. You had a champ in women's boxing, Bumgardner, fail a drug test. Now, we understand that big paydays are hard to come by for not just the fighters, but for the managers and for the promoters, right? We get it. We understand that someone fails a drug test right before a fight. A lot of people have a financial incentive to let that fight go forward. But boxing's got to find another way. This isn't like steroids in baseball, where it's not really a contact sport. I'm not trying to hurt the pitcher except to hit his pitch someplace. I'm not trying to physically hurt him. I'm not trying to physically knock him out of the game. He can be juiced up. I can be juiced up. As long as he's not throwing at me rather than over the plate, we're good. The numbers will be inflated. I'm not saying PEDs should be allowed. But what I am saying is that the risk isn't acute like it is in a sport like boxing. We can't have people failing drug tests and then proceeding with the fight. I understand there's a big logistical problem, right? The best way to know whether someone's entering the ring 
hopped up on PEDs is to test them right before they enter the ring. And unless Evelyn Wood is, you know, running your test service, it's going to take a while for the sample to be tested. I get the idea that the testing might take you to after the fight. But we need to send a message to the athletes who cut corners and enter the ring, hopped up on PEDs. Right? Bumgarner needs a stiff suspension. I'm not talking about six months, because let's face it, you have some fighters who only fight once every six months. I'm talking about a year or more. I'm talking about a stiff penalty on her purse. Right? This is no laughing matter. She enters the ring. The nature of the sport is you're trying to knock out your opponent. PEDs increases the risk exponentially. Should not be tolerated. Now let's talk about football and let's break a little bit with the pack. You know, I know Anthony Richardson was a high pick. I get it. I understand he's supposed to be a freak athlete. And he's 6'4". He's not Michael Vick, 6 feet, 6'1". No, this is 6'4 and a freak athlete. I get it. But let me just say he did not complete 54% of his passes in college. Let me repeat that. He did not complete 54% of his passes in college. Now, if college DBs were having their way with him, how are we supposed to expect him to do against pro DBs? Let's talk about his week one opponent, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Didn't their head coach win a Super Bowl? Isn't their young quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, one of the better young quarterbacks in the National Football League? Right now, the Colts, and let's face it, they're a dysfunctional bunch, right? The owner was having words with the running back who is claiming to have an injury, and oh, the running back's supposed to be one of the stars of the team. Now you have a rookie quarterback who has accuracy problems, right? Let me point out, too, we get spoiled by outliers. You know, you might have recalled the quarterback of the Bills enter the league, and he had some accuracy problems. And we thought, oh, man, what's going to happen here? Then he solved them. Folks, in my opinion, that's outside the standard deviation. We can't look at a guy, solve accuracy problems, and then think that every athletic strong-arm quarterback is going to solve accuracy problems. You know, the problem, too, with crowds is some guy shows up at the combines. Wow, he ran a blistering 40, didn't he? Wow, he, he lifted a lot of weights, didn't he? Wow, he can jump. Look at his vertical jump. Right, just understand... Football is a position-based sport. He's supposed to be the quarterback. 
Right now, while it's great to have a John Elway, some guy who's a highly skilled quarterback who's also a great athlete, you understand that that is far and few, right? That is few and far between. I think Anthony Richardson is going to have a real hard time in the month of September. I believe the bet week one, the bet, is to take the Jacksonville Jaguars because the line's three and a half. I paid a little bit extra to get it down to three. This way I'm not crying if there's a last-minute field goal. I have the Jacks laying three points against the Colts, and I'm only paying under a minus 140. To me, that's the bet of week one regular season. I'm not talking about preseason in the National Football League. Let's go a little bit further. A few weeks ago, I got a great bet. I took the Cleveland Browns to win their division. Right now, look, I understand Mike Tomlin doesn't finish below 500. That's just been the history, right? I understand that Joe Burrow and the Bengals are one of the hot teams for the last few years in the National Football League. And of course, before that, Joe Burrow won the Heisman and, you know, um, won the college football championship, right? Joe Burrow's a beast, right? I also get that you know, Lamar now has at least one wide receiver on that Raven team. Uh, I believe John Harbaugh is one of the best coaches in the league. I get that there's competition out there. Right? But I'm just telling you that from this seat, Nick Chubb might be the best running back in the National Football League. Deshaun Watson had, has finally had a regular offseason. Right? We're not hearing about him in court. We're not hearing about salacious accusations. You know, he's not, you know, looking at further suspension. That's been sorted. If you look at Deshaun Watson's record, he himself was the man in college. Right? He's had some great years in the National Football League. I believe Cleveland is a sleeper to win that division especially with Joe Burrow injured, right? Jamar Chase is saying he doesn't want to see Burrow week one unless Burrow is healthy. Burrow's a franchise quarterback who you don't want to be out there limping around in September. You'd rather him be healthy, right? Don't risk further injury. I wouldn't even listen to the athlete because, you know, all of these athletes, they're prepared to play with broken legs, Right, I would say, hey, Joe, run this obstacle course. If I see the brother looking gimpy, I'm like, oh, Joe, you're over here with me. We'll watch the game from the sidelines. Right, Just understand, the more time Joe loot misses, right, the more missed time, the greater the chance that Cleveland will have to win that division. Let me say this, too. The odds are so long right now that you don't even have to take Cleveland to win the division to make money. You could take Cleveland to finish second in the division as a companion bet. 
and make money if either happens, if Cleveland wins the division or if Cleveland finishes second. Let's switch to baseball. You know what? You know, for a while now, I've believed the Atlanta Braves are going to win the National League, right? They've been a dominant team the last few seasons. Uh, they certainly look dominant, uh, have some great young players. Acuna might be the best player in the league, right? And I say that recognizing the greatness of Otani, right? But Acuna is adding speed to the mix and, you know, what have you. Otani isn't that dominant a pitcher, uh, just food for thought. Well, let me say this. You need to know when to say when. I have to admit, the Dodger run the last three weeks has me increasing my hedge on the Los Angeles Dodgers. Right? In July, looked like the Braves to me. Well, now it's mid-August, and after looking at the last three weeks of Dodger baseball, okay, okay, they've convinced me. I think you need to have a little something on the Dodgers in the National League, especially if you have money on the Braves, right? Don't fly naked. Let's shift gears. WNBA. I still believe that the Las Vegas Aces are the team to beat. But here again, I'm going to know when to say when. The New York Liberty, oh man, they have beaten up the Aces twice now. Twice. You're getting almost 3-1 to one on the Liberty to win the WNBA. I believe only two teams have a shot. The Aces and the Liberty. Here again, I'm going to know when to say when. Right? I'm sprinkling some on the Liberty right here. Right? I'll make a decision in the playoffs on where I'm going to put the lion's share of my money. But right now, I want money on more than the aces. The Liberty have proven to me that they match up well in head-to-head. -head. And even though I personally don't think the Liberty are the better team, I'm not going to take my chances because there will be a time when those two teams are going to have to face off in the postseason. Those are my thoughts today. Let me hear yours. I hope you leave them in the comment section of this YouTube video. Thanks for stopping by.